God, oh my God. If there is one thing I'm gonna do, it's spill a LaCroix. I spill a LaCroix like every other day. I will just knock it over and it'll just spill. Um. Anyway, hi, I am so happy to be back. My name is Kobe Warner. This is Coblizzy, and I have been gone for a little over a month. Uh, I didn't even say I was going to take a break. I didn't really plan to take a break, but uh, I kind of needed it. And I really have like an excitement and a passion and an energy to do this today. And I think that is going to make it fun. So I hope you enjoy the episode. I really don't have a topic in mind. Um, I'm just going to kind of cover what's been going on because it's been a minute. So we need to catch up. <laughs> the song of the week. We're just going to start with the basics. Um, I think... Let me turn the game down a little bit. Um, I think I'm going to... Lizzie McAlpine. Oh, it's actually on the TV. I need to turn this off. Um, where's the remote? Lizzie McAlpine. And her album. Her first album. Give me a minute is what it's called. And her first album is Magic. Um, it's so good. I love it. I didn't discover it. Um, actually, it came out in 2020. So I discovered it in 2020, but not right when it came out. But uh, one of my friends at the school I used to go to showed it to me. And it's so good. I'm going to cover some track highlights. Um, she has a second album out, too. Um, but honestly, I don't know that one that well. I'm still spending a lot of time with this one. Um, but I'll get to it, I suppose. To the Mountains, I love. Means something, I love. I like Pancakes for Dinner. It's kind of like the, sounds like the radio song of the uh, the album, but it's a good record. Um, gorgeous, gorgeous. Over the Ocean Call, Give Me a Minute, the song is beautiful. Um, love it. Good album, highly recommend. I... Also love Flo's new song, Not My Job. Flo, Flo, Flo. It's good. Listen to it. Um, if you like Flo, I've talked about them before. They have Immature and I'ma Put Your Shit in a Cardboard Box. That song eats. Um, yeah, so let me check my list. Check my technique. I'm still into Renaissance. Let's get on Last FM. Let's talk about how many times I have listened to Renaissance since it came out on July 29th, I think. It's kind of crazy. Flow, 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 or flow. Um, I've listened to Beyonce, the artist. I've listened to her songs 1,158 times since January 1st of this year. So in less than a year, I've listened to Beyonce 1,158 times. And I've listened to her new, her newest record, Beyonce 7, Renaissance, 580 times. So I've listened to the 16 songs from Renaissance 518 times since it came out on July 29th. So clearly I'm obsessed. And um, it's just so good. But that's not what I'm supposed to be talking about. I always talk, talk I, um, I always resort to Renaissance on this podcast. Oh, so last week, my mom and I went to the, um, the Monday, on Monday of last week. Oh, a week ago today, actually. I'm taping this on the day that I'm going to post it. Um, we went to see Bob and Monet. Uh, Bob the Drag Queen and Monet Exchange, uh, their Atlanta show on the Sibling Rivalry Live tour. And they were so fierce. But what made the experience better is that me and my mom and I were a front row, which was amazing. And they had the uh, the House of Juicy Couture with them. 
Juicy uh, from Legendary uh, Season 3. The the winners of Legendary. Oh, is that a spoiler? If you haven't seen, sorry. Well, anyway, House of Juicy Couture was there as, some, as dancers. Um, and they did some of their own numbers too. But they were just fierce. And Bob the Drag Queen and Monet were amazing. And we were front row, but we were also VIP because we got to meet them. And I have a picture. I have two pictures, actually. I'm trying to wipe my phone screen off so I can show you. Because just like Bob and Monet on their po podcast, I'm not going to put the pictures on the screen. <laughs> um, if you listen to Sibling Rivalry, you know what I'm talking about. Where arm? Give me a minute. That Lizzie McAlpine album really is fierce. You should listen to it. I can't. I literally just say these photos, and now I can't find them on my camera roll. Like, how does that make sense? Oh, here they go. Um, flow and not my job by flow, y'all. When I say songs of the week, I'm not joking. So this picture, if the autofocus will autofocus, is uh, me and Bob were talking to each other, and I. It's funny. This is like a candid. And we were just both pointing at each other while we were talking, which is funny. And Monet looks incredibly confused. I'm sorry, my hands are shaking. I can't help it. It's just um, a funny picture, and my mom's just smiling. She's happy to be there. And then this is the picture uh, that we took. I Before we took this picture, I said, can we serve, please? And Bob said, I'm all, that, I was already doing that. I'm always serving or something like that. It was just funny. And I was like, oh, I was just like making sure. Um, that's a funny pose uh, for me. I don't really know exactly what I'm doing. My hands shake so bad. But this is cute. Anyway, we got to meet them. It was amazing. Um, and the show was incredible, and I loved that experience. I loved everything about it. I saw Trixie and Katya. I just spit. I saw Trixie and Katya, um, Trixie and Katya live, that tour. That's still touring, I think. Um, I saw them in April, I think, in Atlanta, and they were really great, too. Uh, I didn't have, I had, like, I was on the floor, but I wasn't, like, in the front. Um, and then right after the first episode of this podcast, I had just seen RuPaul's Drag Race live. And we were front row for that too. That was great. It was like not, it was general admission. So we just got there early and we had to stand. My mom and I, again, I went to Trixie and Katya by myself. Um, but yeah, love drag queens. Really love drag queens. Um, I want to start, I'm not 21 yet, uh, but once I turn 21, I want to start going to the drag bars and participating in like local drag culture. Um, so next June, I will be able to go and like actually tip drag queens and like actually be involved but for right now drag race is my drag outlet and i love drag queens i really really would love to do drag i've been saying that for ever since i started getting obsessed with drag queens via drag race in like 2020 like i was aware of drag race before 2020 but in the pandemic that was my show like i started watching drag race and i just watched every single season and i started becoming one of the people that like read the reddit threads and stuff like i became a stan still am i'm kind of becoming that way with housewives um I, I feel like Housewives is like a more mature gay show. I don't know if that's true or not. I just feel like I didn't, I never watched Housewives. Um, but the Housewives of Atlanta, I would always see like memes online. And so in 2000, I think to the summer 2021, I started watching, I'm just drinking the hell out of this LaCroix, sorry. Um, <laughs> in the summer 2021, I started watching The Real Housewives of Atlanta. Uh, no, that's not true. I started watching Real Housewives of Atlanta my first semester of college. So spring 2021, I was, I remember watching it while I was doing homework. And then, um, then I started watching it heavy in the summer of 2021. 
And then I finished it. It took me all the way up until this summer to finish it. Uh, 14 seasons. They're, they're on season 14. Actually, season 14 just finished. But uh, at the time, I was trying to catch up to season 14, which was on TV live at the time. Uh, and so it took me a whole year to watch that. And so then when I went to New York at the end of July uh, for Pride and I stayed at my friend Bella's house, we uh, she showed me The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And she was on season three. Uh, so I started watching season three with her. And when I got home, I kept watching it. And then I caught all the way up on season 12, which is where they're out now. And the reunion's about to air uh, on, well, it comes out on Wednesday, but when I, I watch it on Peacock and it comes out on Thursday. Uh, but anyway, the reunion's about to air. But I was trying to catch up to this live season, season 12. Um, but right now I'm also going back and I watched season one and season two. And now I'm watching the beginning part of season three because Bella and I started watching it in like the middle of season three. So I'm almost done with that. And then I'm going to watch The Real Housewives of Potomac. See, I'm becoming, I like, when I become, I'm ADHD, so I like hyperfixate. So when I like something, I love it. And so I am about to watch Potomac. I like, I wouldn't, honestly, honestly, if I'm being real, I would not have watched Beverly Hills if Bella hadn't showed it to me because I was only going to watch The Housewives that had black people. So I was going to watch Atlanta and then I was going to watch Potomac. Not because I don't like white people, but because Atlanta was hilarious. It's so funny. And Beverly Hills is good, but it's different. Like, season 12 is toxic. Like, Lisa Rinna is a mess. It's really bad. And I feel like Atlanta, besides, like, the whole um, uh, Portia, Phaedra lying to Portia. I don't uh, Anyway, I love Portia, but Phaedra lied to Portia. And then Portia talk, said that thing about Candy. If you watch this, you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, that was kind of bad. But other than that, I feel like the, the shade and like the stuff they would say would never be something that was like really deep and toxic and harmful. Like maybe I'm wrong. They do slut shame a lot. Um, but that's bad. But other than that, it's just funny. But Beverly Hills, they like go for the jugular. Like Lisa Rinna like was talking about Yolanda Hadid not having Lyme disease. Like, why would you say that? Why, like, even, the lady wasn't lying, but, like, even if there was a person out there lying about a disease like that on television, why would you want to be the one to expose them? Like, who are you? Like, I just don't know why she think God descended from the sky and pick. I don't, if you don't watch Housewives, you don't know what I'm talking about. So I'll move on. But Lisa Renna is crazy, and I stand on that hill. Um, if I post this, if I post this in a reel, Watch her see it when I hashtag her name, and she's going to comment, oof, you're so angry. Watch. Watch. Lisa Renna. Watch. You know, Lisa Renna, if you follow the show, she's been on social media crazy. I told you, when I like something, I love it. So I've been in the Reddit, and I've been reading the Twitter, and that lady is funny. Um, like, she's wild, but Kathy Hilton is about to drag her ass at the reunion. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you are like, huh? But I love Housewives. Um, okay, so ADHD. I was diagnosed with ADHD. That was such a very abrupt segue. <laughs> that was like, there was, I put no effort into that. Um, but anyway, in sophomore year of high school, I was diagnosed with ADHD because I was having a really hard time in my AP classes. And I was like, bitch, I can't pay attention. Like, this shit is too hard. Because like, in middle school, I got perfect scores on our end of grade tests. So when I got, when I got to high school and I was like struggling, I was like, this is crazy. Um, but I couldn't pay attention. I just didn't want to. And because I didn't want to, I found that when I don't want to do something, I don't do it. And so now that I'm out of school or I, now that I've dropped out of school, <laughs> now that I've dropped out of college, um, I don't have to do as much stuff that I don't want to do besides TikTok. Um, <laughs> uh, what's my point? See, ADHD, I forgot. Oh, so I was diagnosed sophomore year 
Uh, I got a text from Pleaser Shoes. It's a promotional text message. If you don't know what Pleaser is, that's the hooker shoes that I wear because uh, they make sizes in my size. Um, they have 25% off for Halloween, honey, so I might have to give me some boots. Um, see, ADHD as a hell. See, this is in real time. You're seeing this. This is crazy. Um, so I was diagnosed sophomore year, and then I started taking medicine very briefly, but I did not continue because it suppressed my appetite. And I was already very thin and struggling with eating stuff at the time. But that's another story. And so um, I just kind of, I just stopped taking AP classes, actually. That was my solution. I didn't take the medication for more than like a month. I don't think I took it, maybe not even that long. Um, I just was not eating. And so, um, yeah, I just stopped taking AP classes. And I just took honors classes instead. And it, I, I survived. And that was fine. And that was, I didn't care. I don't, I didn't care to be competitively academic anymore because I was working so hard in theater and chorus and all these other avenues that um, my ADHD could not take all of that. Um, but as I've gotten older, I feel like my ADHD is getting worse. Like now that I'm with, without the structure of school and now that I really can, like I have to schedule myself and I like model and stuff. It's all very fluid. It's all very last minute. I'll get a casting email that I have to submit a self tape like by for the I got one the other day I had to submit it by 8am the next morning. And she said she they sent the email like five o'clock and I submitted by 8am the next morning and I actually couldn't do that one because I was going out of town but um, it's just the turnarounds are quick is my point. And so my life is like kind of flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> and I kind of have to embrace that and on one hand for ADHD people that's kind of good the lack of structure and uh, um, but also the lack of structure when you don't have the energy to make structure for yourself. Like when I don't have the energy to plan out my minutes and for the last month when I couldn't get myself to sit down and record this podcast, you know what I mean? It becomes difficult when you don't have somebody telling you you have to do something. Because like the, with that being said, the amount of stress that I would feel when somebody was telling me I had to do something is the reason I dropped out of school. I mean, I was so anxious in, in February at the beginning of my third semester of college that I was breaking out in full body hives. And like, you can say I'm being dramatic, but you cannot deny that I was stressed out. And then I got so sick because it, like I would experience even back in high school when I was doing competitive theater and doing like up to five musicals a year. When I would be tired from working so hard, I would get sick. And so I would always be sick during showtime. I cannot tell you the amount of times I went on stage sick or jacked up on cold medicine or antibiotics or a steroid shot in my ass. Well, actually, I don't think I ever got one of those, but my friend did. Anyway, I went on stage sick a lot. And so my point is, what is my point? ADHD. Oh, when I get tired, I get sick. And so, yeah, this my third semester of college in February, I was so anxious, I was breaking out in hives, and I got really, really sick, and it, it didn't help that the d medical system in Boston, for at least for me as a student, was horrible, it was terrible, oh god, it was the worst. And I was so sick, but I was not being properly diagnosed, and so I had strep throat, which sounds like a very normal thing, obviously it's not great, but you take antibiotics and you're fine. But they weren't properly diagnosing me. So my strep throat got so bad, I couldn't talk, I couldn't eat. For, it, was, it was like a, it was weeks and weeks and weeks. My throat was like terrible looking. I won't go into detail. Um, but anyway, that's uh, the stress and the anxiety from not being able to handle everything. 
and because somebody was telling me I had to get stuff done, put me in that predicament. Uh, or that's how I reacted to it. And so I don't thrive in that structure, but also without structure, I have a hard time staying on task. So it's like, a, it's, a, it's a weird existence, but I'm also not successful with medicine. I am gonna go to a psychiatrist and actually try out some treatment possibly. Um, I'm being very transparent today. Um, but anyway, I'm gonna possibly try out some medication, but I will also be transparent and say that I do not feel that that is gonna be something that I want to do all the time. I might have Adderall on hand if I like really need to get something very important done, but I'm not taking that shit every day. Because uh, what I remember of taking uh, uh, an ADHD treatment medication in high school, I didn't like it at all. I didn't like it at all, at all, at all. I did not like it. Um, I do not like, because I feel like obviously people require depression medication or people require anxiety medication. Um, and I'm sure some people require ADHD medication, but in my experience, uh, I would almost rather try and manage it. But it's not easy all the time. And so I ebb and I flow. And so there's uh, some days I will be, it's like I'm manic almost in my productivity. Like sometimes I will just get so much stuff done and I'll be able to like run through my to-do list and be done. And then like have the energy to do more or like do something else or write another song. And it's like, wow. And sometimes I can't do anything but lay in my bed and watch the goddamn Real Housewives. Like sometimes I literally can't bring myself to do it. And I mean, oh God, it's, it's such an interesting experience. I don't even know if I can put into words and articulate. Um, let me see what I'm going to talk about next. This is kind of what, oh, it's 11-11. I love that I picked up my phone right now. It's 11-11. Make a wish. I wish for prosperity and, and, and love and happiness for me and all of the people that I love. That is my wish. I say it out loud. Um, okay, what's the next topic? Spooky season. It's October 10th. I'm posting this episode today. And um, yeah, we've been watching... My mom doesn't like scary movies. So in our house, we've been watching mainly like, honestly, kid-friendly. <laughs> uh, kid-friendly, like oh, Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus 2 was great. Um, so I did see a tweet online that I agreed with. Trixie Mattel's boyfriend tweeted that Hocus Pocus uh, it had like a shift in tone from the original. And a lot of people were complaining that the, why did the witches, oh, I'm, that's a spoil. I'm not going to say that. But anyway, it does have a shift in tone. I'll say that. And so I, I said it's a spoil. It's a spoiler. Um, but yes, a shift in tone. And But I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it was a solid sequel. I'm happy the original actors were there as far as the witches. Because um, I don't, obviously they couldn't have done it any other way. And um, I think my lights should probably be lower. Because I have hooded eyes. You see how it's like kind of casting a shadow right there? I'm not going to move them right now. Maybe I'm not going to move them right now, but should I hold my head like this? Yeah, you see, they definitely need to be lower. It's my hooded eyes because my brow bones are just like so like, uh, I don't know, uh, hard and apparent that they, and low, and they cast a shadow. When my friend Anna uh, would do my makeup in high school, she would always complain about my hooded eyes. They're very hooded very hooded um it, it's funny like when i'm posing and stuff and this is a secret when i'm posing and stuff in pictures i've like i'm gonna need botox right here from how i've raised these muscles because i'll like raise my eyebrows to make them have an arch you see that and i'll like pose with the eyebrows and arch and i'll lower them you see did you see that if you're watching the video you saw that right yeah so it's because my eyes are so hooded that i will try to give myself a taraji p henson eyebrow arch um 
anyway, that's so funny. So spooky season. I've watched Hocus Pocus and Hocus Pocus 2. I watched the original Beetlejuice. Really not a fan of that. Uh, actually, I just didn't like the guy that played Beetlejuice. That was it. The rest of it was good. Um, what else have we watched? The Haunted Mansion. My, I told you my kids' movies. But my dad and I went to see Smile in the theater. And bitch, that shit was, that shit was pretty good, actually. Um, one thing that annoyed me is there... I'm not going to spoil anything. But there was one jump scare that would have been very scary had they not put it in the trailer. Like, that annoyed me because I want to be scared. Like, I go to the scary movie to be scared. And there was just one jump scare. It scared the shit out of my dad because he didn't remember it from the trailer. But I had seen the trailer so many times in the commercials that I remembered it. And so I knew it was coming, and then I wasn't scared. And so you see what I'm saying? I just wish they wouldn't have done that. But other than that, the movie was really good. I think it was a solid uh, uh, horror movie attempt. And I appreciate that they put it out early in spooky season like why are people putting out movies on halloween bitch it's christmas at that point like at the november 1st i don't want a lot for put your halloween movies out at the beginning of spooky season bitch at the end of september you can start the beginning of october is perfect the middle of october is like okay come on the 20s eee! october 30th october 31st halloween bitch put it out earlier Push it back, or push it up. I don't get that term. Like, push it back means make it later. And push it up, push it up, push it up means make it earlier? I don't know. Anyway, what's next? Spooky season. I was talking about spooky season. Oh, and Halloween movies and Hocus Pocus 2. That's what my note says. All right, well, I'll carry on with that. Hocus Pocus 2 was good. I'm not going to spoil anything, like I said. Um, I talked about Trixie Mattel, The Shift of Tone. Not Trixie Mattel. Trixie Mattel's boyfriend. Trixie Motel. I don't know if I've ever talked about that on the podcast, but Trixie Mattel and her boyfriend did a show on Discovery Plus, which is $5, so you should get it and watch the show if you like Trixie, um, called Trixie Motel, where they renovated a motel in Santa Barbara that they bought, and they like documented their journey, and it features the designer, uh, or not the, the interior designer, and her hot husband. He's so fine. Her hot husband. And it's a really good show. And the motel, it has, they did seven rooms. They did a lobby. They did uh, a check-in area. It's, it's really cute. Um, and each room has, like, a different theme. And they really, like, went for it. It's very camp. Um, and they, they, like, took the theme and, like, very much, like, turned it all the way up. I heard somebody say that drag, I think it was Alaska maybe, drag is taking you and just turning the volume all the way up. I don't know if Alaska said that, but somebody did. And that's what they did with those rooms, bitch. They took like the, the, the theme, whether it be like uh, Western or, or, or uh, uh, Palms or whatever, I don't know. But anyway, they just were really very much, it was very saturated and gorgeous and, and very uh, detail-oriented and everything was thought of and they did a great job. And I would love to stay there, but the rooms are like $600, so I'm going to wait until people actually listen to this podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. People do listen to this podcast, and I love you all. Thank you so much. Or watch. You can listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and maybe that's it. And you can watch it on Spotify, and you can watch it on YouTube. That's right. And you can do it uh, in my link tree. You can find all those places. Link tr.ee slash Koblizzi. And that's in my Instagram, which is Koblizzi. And so are the rest of my social media handles. Don't you love that plug in the middle of the podcast? It's like an ad, but it's just me, and I'm not paying myself. Um, so now I'm going to talk about... These segues are terrible. I'm sorry, but I was just trying to try... 
uh, something new with the pod. The reason I was getting tired of making it, honestly, is because it, I, I was planning it out a lot and I was like really covering the details because I didn't trust myself to not forget stuff. But this time I didn't really go with any crazy notes, obviously. That's why the segues are so <laughs> the segues are so abrupt because I didn't plan any of this. Usually it's smooth because I think about it. Um, but I just kind of wrote down one or two word blurbs of stuff that I wanted to mention that's been going on recently. And so, uh, yeah, I want to talk about crafts because in middle school, me and one of my oldest and best friends, Alicia, we've been friends since the sixth grade, which is, oh God, uh, six, seven, eighth, Nine, we had drama in the seventh grade, actually, but we became friends again. We had beef, bitch. That was crazy. Honestly, I should get Alicia on the podcast so we can talk about our friendship history. I'm going to start inviting people on the pod. It would be fun. Um, but yeah, anyway, so sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, through 2020 through freshman year of college, like eight or nine, nine years, almost. I mean, I've been friends with Georgia over a decade, but other than Georgia, I've not been friends with anybody nine, eight, nine years. Like that's a eight years. I think it's eight years. Maybe I can't really do the math. I don't remember what year. Oh, I have the yearbook. Maybe let's see if it's back here. What year was sixth grade? Trying to be neat, sorry. Okay, this was elementary school. Risley Middle, uh, 2015 and 16 was eighth grade. Um, this is elementary school, this is elementary school. What is this? It's all elementary school. So 2013, what year is this? 2013 and 14, I think this was sixth grade. Let's see my picture. This is so funny, I forgot these yearbooks were back here. I'm happy I mentioned this. Anyway, what I was talking about while I'm looking for my picture is back then, Oh, this is my yearbook picture. I don't know how else to show it to you because I do not want to show you a bunch of little children. <laughs> Back then, I, um, what was I going to say? Oh, me and Alicia had a craft business. That's why I was talking about Alicia. Uh, we had a, a, we made a craft business for a project in one of our classes. And I'm trying to center myself in my background. You see my Beyonce candle? <laughs> uh, we made a craft business for our, our, elementary not elementary our sixth grade um english class our teacher's name was miss morris and she lived down the street from me in my neighborhood she lived like kind of catty corner from where renee lived my other friend in my neighborhood me and renee also lived in the same neighborhood as our um sixth grade english teacher except renee didn't live there in sixth grade she moved there in seventh grade and miss morris left actually they never lived there at the same time anyway you see how adhd i am we had a craft business for Miss Morris's class and we kept it up and we were selling bracelets and, and pot holders and all kinds of stuff. Where's my, I'm going to, hold on one second. I'm going to run, get the bracelet so I can show you something. So, so we used to make a lot of stuff. Um, we made um, rainbow loom that was popular at the time. Those little rubber band bracelets. And we made these paracord bracelets that I'm about to show you. We made, like, the friendship bracelets with, like, the colored, just little thread string. Oh, I need my headphones. We, we, what else did we make? I said pot holders. 
anyway we made a lot of stuff but one of the things we made were these paracord these paracord bracelets damn i wish this thing would focus this autofocus see these are paracord bracelets and i guess i should put it on my wrist that would make more sense um except most of these are huge so i have a really hard time figuring out how big to make them so i either make them too small or too big most of the time so most of these don't fit me even though they were supposed to like i intended to make them for myself but um anyway so we used to make these bracelets and these are super simple to make actually um at least for me i guess maybe i've been making them a long time but uh, my grandma i was trying to teach my grandma how to make them the other day and she said it was hard um <laughs> but i think they're easy and there's like other stitches and stuff like there's other like patterns that you can do with the paracord that i really don't know how to do but it's on youtube so i'm probably gonna learn um but anyway i'm having a hard time putting this on we used to make these and i've been trying to like honestly recapture some of my childhood <laughs> because i don't know i'm just kind of somber time passes really fast and um i mentioned that something happened to my family very briefly on the pod but what i was talking about is um a, a family member of mine passed away um and i was fortunate when i was young to not deal with a lot of death really super close to me and it didn't really start until a couple of years ago. And like, obviously, it's going to happen eventually. But I was very lucky. I didn't like my my both of my grandfathers passed away before I was born. And my great grandma, the, the only living great grandma I knew passed away when I was a baby. So I really didn't know her. Um, and so my point is, is until I got older, I, 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 I didn't experience any death really until I got older. Uh, but once I got older, honey, I started to experience death left and right and all over the place, up, down, left, right, and center, bitch. Like, uh, it just, it, it makes me uh, solemn about how fast time passes. Anyway, so I say all that to say that was a really dark turn. Um, I've been making these bracelets because I used to make them. And this is some of them. I really did. I should have picked ones that were pretty colors. These are just random. I like this strawberry lemonade one. I really love this blue color. This rainbow one my mom convinced me to get. So I made it with black. Um, this is purple and white. Actually, these are cute. Alicia would love this one. She loves purple. Um, so this one's in honor of Alicia because we used to make these together. She used to come over to my house. I would go over to her. I remember one time. Uh, oh gosh, good memories. Uh, yeah, we used to make these all the time together. This is my favorite color combination that I've done out of the paracord that they have at homophobic ass Hobby Lobby. Um, I go there cause it's where it's the cheapest. If you're watching the video right now, oh, I didn't realize if you're not watching the video, you can't see this shit. If you're watching the video, um, you can see these, this pink and blue one. Sorry, this autofocus is slow AF. The pink and blue one. I like that one a lot. It's like periwinkle and baby pink. Very cute. Anyway, I was making these bracelets and I just got home actually yesterday from my home hometown. I always say my hometown and I'm referencing like Brunswick and uh, St. Simon's Island. Um, but my home hometown actually where I was born is in Indiana. And I went back there um, to see some family for this festival, this annual festival they have there. And we got to see lots of people, not just family, family, close friends. Uh, and we were just there for a couple of days. But while I was there, I got to visit with uh, my dad's mom, uh, my granny. And uh, I was trying to make those bracelets with her. And we were sitting at her house. And I was playing songs for her on, on Spotify on um, my Sonos Bluetooth speaker. 
Um, it's like really small, uh, but I got it for Christmas. It's really small, but it's really powerful. It's a good, good it's a good speaker. And she was fascinated by how loud the speaker was. She's about to turn 85. She's 84 years old. She turns 85 on January 2nd. And um, yeah, she was fascinated by how, how powerful the speaker was, how good it sounded, and how Spotify, you could just play any song. I told her, I said, um, she's 84 years old, y'all. Uh, like, she doesn't know how to use it. She, not, she has a smartphone that she got recently, but she doesn't know how to use it. And she doesn't have a computer. Uh, she's, she has a television and a home phone. And, you know, that's just, that's how most people her age communicate, I imagine. And um, so I told her, you can play any song. She grew up with records and, you know, tapes. And I said, you can pick any song. Any song from any artist that you used to love, and I can play whatever you want right now. What is it? And she just started, you know, naming off some artists. Um, and I was showing her that this is... Spotify has these uh, playlists. Spotify is really great with their auto-generated auto playlists. Spotify, that whole Joe Rogan situation was fucked up, bitch. But I can't change the world. Like, I really wanted to... I used to have Tidal, which is uh, used to be Jay-Z's streaming service, but he sold it, I think. Or maybe... I don't know if he's, like, completely not affiliated with it, but I think he sold, like, a lot of it. Um, to the guy who owns Twitter, I think. Oh, God. All the rich people stick together. I love Jay-Z and Beyonce. Don't come for me. Don't come for me, Beehive. I'm wearing yellow today because of how much I love Beyonce. I already told you that. But rich people stick together. Um, anyway, he sold Tidal. My point is I used to use Tidal because there's still lots of shareholders... Rihanna, Madonna, Nicki Minaj, lots of people uh, um, have share in Tidal. It's an artist. It's, it's for artists. It's a great streaming service. It's really good. They have amazing sound quality. I'm still waiting for Spotify, Hi-Fi. They've been teasing that shit for years. Um, but anyway, uh, Tidal is wonderful. Um, and I use Spotify. Um, and I was saying all that to say, oh, oh, the playlist. Spotify is really, really great with playlists. Um, while t title is much better at supporting artists. Um, but anyway, Spotify, the auto-generated auto playlists, uh, I was showing her them, my grandma. Sorry, I'm so ADHD. I'm so ADHD. I was showing her them, uh, the, the, the playlist for her favorite artists from back in the day. And um, it was just really sweet to watch her be like, oh, play this one, play this one. She'd be like, oh, she loved hearing the song. She loved hearing the song. And I haven't had time with my grandma in a couple of years uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, but the main reason being that the pandemic, um, I didn't feel comfortable, you know, going around somebody that the old, uh, with all the diseases running around in the streets. Uh, but also it's just been hard for me to go back to that place, but that's another story for another day. Um, anyway, I'd loved having that time with my grandma. That was my point. And, uh, my granny is a funny woman. She is hilarious. Um, she has these little one-liners that I just wanted, like, I wanted to get out a notepad and write them down. She's just so damn funny. Um, I love her so much. Um, and I have these beautiful memories of all the stuff we used to do when I was a kid. Uh, she used to pick me up from school on Fridays in elementary school when I still lived in Indiana. And for, for kindergarten and first grade, I lived in Indiana. And she'd pick me up on Fridays and she would take me to Walmart to get chicken strips. That's when I still ate meat. That was before I became a vegetarian and then subsequently a vegan. She would take me to Walmart to get chicken strips. She would take me to the Dollar Tree to get um, <laughs> to get a toy. And then I would go to her house and I would eat my chicken strips and I would play with my toy. And those Walmart deli chicken strips were busting, dog. <laughs> they were so damn good. I just remember those chicken strips being really damn good. 
uh, chicken was the meat that I ate when I wasn't a vegan. Uh, it was really the only one. I, I had a burger once in a while, but I wasn't into burgers. I did not like steak, bitch. I would make those motherfuckers burn that steak. I said, well done. And when I mean well, I mean W-E-L-L, well. This is a spelling bee, and that better be cooked, bitch. Because th if that steak came out with any pink, send in it back. I turned in a Karen. I, like, I bust a wig out of the bag and put the Karen wig on. Please take this steak, please. Because I was not about... Anyway, my point is, is I was not a meat fan. I would eat chicken, and that was it. And so I love chicken strips. Um, I would never eat fried chicken, though. I never had chicken with a bone in it. I mean, I ate fried chicken. Like, chicken strips are fried. But I would not eat, like, bone-in fried chicken um, because I didn't like the bone. That shit scared me. I'm like, I don't want to remember that this is an animal. Like, why the fuck am I eating off of a goddamn... Anyway, so you see why I became a vegetarian then a vegan. But uh, she would take me to Walmart to get the Walmart deli chicken strips, which were bussin, B-U-S-S-I-N. I'm like, U-N-I-Q-U-E. Oh, I'm sexy. I'm too sexy. I'm too classic for this world. Forever, I'm that girl. Feed you diamonds and pearls. Ooh, baby, I'm too classic to be touched. I want to be a drag queen. Like, bitch, I would get my, my, my curly, probably synthetic wig fantasy, to be honest, with a little bang because it's not a lace front. And I would just feel my oats, honey, in my little lingerie two-piece because what did Naomi Small say? Those bitches who talk about bitches for relying on the body, but you could never. Like, honey, I just want to get in a little corset like Bosco, a, a little bra. If you watch season 14 of Drag Race with the little bra and the corset and the panty, bitch. That's my drag with that synthetic wig I just told you about. It looked cute, though. It's just a bang, you know, because it has that hard hairline. <laughs> it's a not a lace front. Maybe I could get a lace front wig. I don't know if they're that expensive. I just don't know if... How do curly human wigs... I don't know anything about wigs, obviously. These are people who know about wigs are probably like, Kobe, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. What's next? I don't know if I have anything else on my list to talk about. I don't know how long I've been taping for either. I really kind of just went for it today. I hope... Oh, it's 11.31. I remember it being 11.11. It's been 20 minutes. I've probably been talking for a minute. Okay, so I'm going to do the outro. These segues are terrible. I will get better, I promise. But I'm going to have to get used to talking off the cuff. I'm not used to it. I'm very planned. I'm a person who likes to plan stuff. I, do it, I always do it last minute, honey, but I will plan it. But I also do well under pressure. I'm just um, um, not familiar with it right now. But I'll get back to it. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I love you for listening. I love you for watching. If you did on YouTube or Spotify, listening on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Um, you can follow me on social media across all platforms at Coblizzy, um, Instagram, TikTok. I've recently become active on Twitter. You can follow me there. I don't have any followers. Um, so please come follow me on Twitter. Um, I joined a beehive like group. So I've been tweeting a lot of stuff in that. <laughs> uh but anyway i love you guys this was fun i'm happy to be back i will see you next time uh this is not the day i'm supposed to post so i don't know exactly when that will be but there will be a next time and until then i hope you are doing okay and i hope you are loving the people that love you and i love you if i don't know you even if i don't know you i love you even if i don't know you is what i meant to say and i hope you have a good rest of your day morning afternoon night evening whatever's tea I think I'm just kind of dragging this out now. So I'm going to go. Uh, but bye. This was fun.